Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is the Midday News. The Midday News is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Pad FM in Damangua, Menuveve FM in Aplau, Castle FM in Cape Coast, Sun City Radio in Keta, also on A1 Radio and Dreams FM in Bogatanga. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook, we are on myjournaline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Drew Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. Coming up in this edition, Cocoa Board bill holders are this afternoon speaking up about the hardships they face because of unpaid coupons. We hear their stories plus the uncertainties about when exactly their funds will be released. Some people are very organized people. They plan for their future because they want to enjoy them, their comforts. And so to take their investment, and you are not saying anything, and everybody is quiet, I think it's, it's morally wrong. And in fact, it's legally unacceptable. We have details. Also, this afternoon, Minerals Commission says it played no role in the award of controversial gold production sector revenue assurance contract to Strategic Mobilization Ghana Limited. And a new academic year begins, marking the start of a fresh cycle of accommodation crises on university campuses as first-year students are compelled to turn to private hostels, charging exorbitant prices. I'm with my uncle at Medina, so yeah, I come from there every time. It's stressful. We have details of that as the Education Committee's recommendation of interest-free loans to private sector aims to address this challenge. Office of the National Chief Imam is this afternoon welcoming the seven-day Adventist Church's push for a change in this year's election date because it falls on a Sabbath day. No Muslim will sacrifice the Friday prayer. We respect the, the, the days that are held sacred by the different religions uh, so that everybody must have the opportunity to be able to cast his vote. We have details of the ongoing controversy in sports. Sports Ministry faces criticism over $400 per diem for fans supporting the Black Stars at the AFCON in Ivory Coast. So for security reasons, it is imperative that we register our SIM cards. And months after government forced many Ghanaians to link their Ghana card to their SIM cards with a promise to flush out scammers and fraudulent activities, many Ghanaians continue to reel from the menace. Oh, but the moment I just dialed my pin code, they just took the money. We have details of that and more here on the Midday News. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. I am MFA Apau. Please stay on for details.
Many thanks for your company. We dig in now and some cocoa bill holders who decided not to participate in the government of Ghana's cocoa bill exchange program are this afternoon demanding cocoa board honest payment of their maturing bills before the close of January. They say the inability of government to pay them their money is affecting their livelihoods. James Ishen of Joy Business visited the Kwam family and came through with his report. 2023, money paid to investors who purchase cocoa bills on maturity were withdrawn from individual investors' accounts without their consent. Cocoa Board issued the bill to raise funds. Many had bought the bills expecting to be paid back their monies with interest on 1st day January 19, 2023. Reports from some fund managers indicated the monies were actually paid on 1st day January 19, 2023, only to be reversed on Friday, January 20, 2023. The banks have pointed to a directive from the Bank of Ghana ordering them to unilaterally roll over the bonds without first seeking the consent of investors. Banks were under pressure from affected customers. Echikwam, a retiree, was one of the affected customers. He expresses shock at the development since the money was rolled over without his consent. Then we had some hints that something was up. So we wrote to them and said, look, sell our thing and give us back our investment. Okay. And uh, they said they would try. So come uh, the payment time. I saw that the money to account in the morning. Before I could see Jack, it had been debited again. So we were rather surprised. Almost six months after, no communication on the payment for those who decided not to tender. Echikwam and wife, amongst others, are worried why government and cocoa board are failing to honor payments of those who failed to tender their cocoa bills after government pegged the participation in the exchange program at 97%, with over 7 billion Ghana cities bills tended. According to Gifty Kwam, wife of Echikwam, footing the bills of their award in the investment, has been very difficult. So come July, we're expecting that at least we are suffered enough, our money to be paid us. Only for um, uh, Cocoa Ball to have a, another press release that, that we should exchange our cocoa bills for bonds. <laughs> and we said no, hoping that our money should be paid us. Six months after that, down the line, and almost one year since 20th of January last year, nothing has been paid, nothing is being said. We go to Tesla Capital almost every now and then, and they, they, they have nothing. Some people are very organized people. They plan for their future because they want to enjoy them, their comforts. And so to take their investment, their lifetime investment, I mean, you are not paying them even the principal. Then pay the interest. You are not giving them interest. Nothing. And you are not saying anything. And everybody is quiet. I think it's, it's morally wrong. And in fact, it's legally unacceptable. You know. I mean, the trauma even to um, our children who have to even go through all kinds of things and explanations. It's not right because they know their parents and they know we planned for them. You know, so I'm begging the ministry to pay us our money. That's all. 
That's the story of the Kwam family, and that's one of many, many stories when it comes to the Cocoa Board bills. Now, Cocoa Board has uh, declined comments on the issue so far. Joy News reached out to them, but they are unable to give us an official statement on this. But my colleague Elton Broby has been digging on the issue. He joins me in studio for more. Um, so what exactly are we learning, Elton? So before, on this particular matter, they are not responding, but... A source at Cocoa Board says they have already launched a debt securities exchange program to restructure debt totaling 7.93 billion Ghana cities. Mm. Now, under the program, Cocoa Board invited holders of its short-term debt securities to voluntarily offer to exchange their Cocoa bills for longer-term debt securities with an average lower coupon rate. Holders of the Cocoa bills whose offers were accepted by Cocoa Board received five new bonds which will now mature first in 2024, mm -hmm. 2025, 26, 27, and then 2028. The new bonds will come at a coupon rate, according to my source, at 13%. Now, according to the successful completion of this aspect of the domestic debt exchange program, was very crucial to the country's quest to restore debt sustainability, which is critical component of the IMF program. As per the IMF methodology, and as explained by the staff report published on May 17, 2023, cocoa bills are included in the public debt parameter considering the risks and contingent liability on government debt profile. Now, as you may be aware, the Chief Executive Officer of Cocoa Board, Joseph Bohinedu, in a letter said the objective of the Cocoa Bills Exchange was to reduce the excessive burden created by the short-term Cocoa Bills and put Cocoa Board on a path of financial sustainability in line with targets defined by the IMF staff program. Mm -hmm. So what we are picking up is that they are hoping that the first maturity will happen in 2024, but it's unclear when. when exactly. And then they are hoping that by 2028, they would have paid everybody. Well, that's um, Elton Brobe's information we are picking up um, regarding the Cocoa Board bills. But as government restarts construction of stalled projects and meets some of its obligations, some economists are this afternoon warning any budgetary overrun ahead of the 2024 general elections could be dire for the country. Here are Dr. Thiewe Champong and finance lecturer with the University of Ghana, Professor Godfrey Bopping. To say no to some of these uh, pressures. The pressures will come, and it will come especially also when you realize that look, the economy has been in in a nosedive for the better part of about you know two years. Cost of living, inflation, uh, extra taxes, all of that stuff, and suddenly even major projects have been stalled. Yeah. So there's this pressure now, right? Really. For the next 10 or so months to spend and and that pressure is even going to become more exacerbated going into even probably the the second and third quarter you know uh, of this year but the way to check that is really some of the amendments that are being proposed um under the fund program and we have to get that to go to parliament and be done as asap other than that we'll struggle to be able to contain some of the, you know, excesses. The other bit that we need to be very careful of is the off-balance sheet expenditures that usually happen, that have to be verified after elections, that translate to arrears and the rest of them. Those are the things that we need to keep an eye on. But in terms of the central budgeting and the rest of them, usually uh, with IMF in town, the monitoring is very strong. So we need to keep an eye on, on that. The other bit also is that usually the last quarter of the election year, when it comes to um, enforcing revenue measures and the rest of them, there's 
we see some level of weaknesses from there and therefore your projected revenue tend not to uh, yield the result as we, we had intended so and that's the Professor Godfred Bokping and Theo Champong there. Now let's focus on the controversial gold production sector revenue assurance contract to Strategic Mobilization Ghana Limited. We're hearing from the Minerals Commission this afternoon. It says it did not play any role in the award of the contract to SML, an offshoot of a timber company to undertake revenue assurance services in the gold production sector for the government. Chief Executive Martin see in response to a right to information request for investigative journalist Manasseh Azuriawini of the Fourth Estate who led the SML investigation also said the commission does not have any report of losses resulting from the deliberate or accidental calculation as far as revenue in the mining sector is concerned. Joint News Editor Fred Smith joins me in studio with more from the responses from the Minerals Commission. Fred, let's start with the background to this particular contract. Well, indeed, Damefad, the SML contract was awarded to the company by the Finance Ministry and the Ghana Revenue Authority and entitles SML to more than $100 million every year for the duration of the contract the GRA has told us already that the contract is for a five-year period renewable for another five years and the contract has since been suspended as you know mm -hmm. about two weeks ago when President Akufado issued a statement on that and that statement appointed uh, announced the appointment of an international audit and accounting firm KPMG to audit the contract and submit a report in two weeks. We're yet to hear anything about that, that particular audit, but what is the Minerals Commission saying in response to the Fourth Estates Inquiry in particular? Let me start by reminding you about what the Minerals Commission was set up to do. Uh, it is the government agency with the primary responsibility of developing and coordinating mineral sector policies and monitoring their implementation, in effect, the regulator of that space. So. Uh, any such contract must come to its attention somehow. And the fourth estate wrote to the uh, commission wanting to know if they were they were aware of the contract since it falls under their ambits. And here are the responses from the Minerals Commission to them. The first point, it says, please, we do not have any report of any deliberate or accidental calculation as far as gold revenue is concerned. Then, point two says the Minerals Commission did not play any role in the award of the contract, the subject of the story that we're having, mm. because we believe that they should have an idea about it, but they have no information whatsoever. And it asks that the Commission do undertake regular or special audits from time to time as per its mandate to deal with such issues. And uh, we do not collaborate, or we do collaborate with other government or public institutions to do that. Mm -hmm. As indicated in the first point, it says the Minerals Commission together with other state agencies or institutions do carry out audits whilst exercising its regulatory powers. So. Uh, whilst they collaborate, they still should have some information on what's happening within the sector. And I'm sure the last point, which is um, talking about the Petroleum Commission, it says should be in the position to answer that as the question is specifically referring to the Petroleum Commission, and we'll be grateful if we can reach out to the Chief Executive of the Petroleum uh, Commission indeed, to deal with that. Indeed, okay. that information was specifically directed to the Petroleum Commission, commission. because the aspect of that contract which dealt with, uh, dealt with the upstream petroleum sector uh, should be responded to by the Petroleum Commission. Okay, this is an issue we'll definitely follow up on subsequently. Now, let me take you to the Northern 
region and the NDC's regional vice chairman has been suspended by the party following deliberations between national and regional executives here in Accra. The regional vice chairman Alaji Bewa was accused by treasurer Shamima Yakubu after she suffered facial injuries in the fiscal altercation with him when tensions reached a boiling point during a crucial stakeholder meeting last weekend. Bewa was later arrested and released on bail but his supporters angered by the development locked up the regional party office yesterday in protest. Listen to the communication office of the Bewa youth, Mahama Harina. I'm the communication officer for the situation. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We are here today to express our dissatisfaction to NGC regional executives and the national executives for the mere misunderstanding that occurred between our vice chairman and the treasurer. We have seen series of misunderstandings in the party before, and we've never seen a situation whereby a chairman has been arrested or something. So we don't know why this one. We don't know. And Shemima, for instance, this is not the first time she's been causing problems in the party. Even if you can remember, just last week, a week ago, she caused a problem again that resulted in a fight between Azoka and one of our party people called Tia. I think if we want to continue counting, this will not be the... I think we can count countless the number of times that she has brought problems within the party. Well, the Functional Executive Committee of the party has been meeting on this matter. We've been joined on the phone by the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Gwande. We are grateful for your time. So let's talk about the considerations and the decisions that the party has taken when it comes to your northern regional executives. Hello? Hello, Mr. Gwande. Yes. If you can hear me, I'm asking about the decisions that the party is taking after your functional executive meeting when it comes to your northern regional executives. Well, so um, leadership have looked into the issues. And we believe that there are still investigations to be done and other processes we are told are concurrently ongoing. But to the extent that it has to do with an assault, and you can see evidences of sin, irrespective of what the issues have been. Leadership came to the decision that the said officer, as it is, stands to be suspended or have been suspended for three months, pending investigations and all other processes that will enable the party look into the issues properly for a final redress. Did he admit to assaulting Shamima? Well, he doesn't have to admit assaulting. Two people were engaged in disagreement. You've seen, you don't need 
a medical report to see that a lady in question who is also a working colleague uh, was assaulted. And I don't think that uh, the vice chairman would at any point in time uh, claim that conduct, except to say that he may have his own justifications as to why he believed that taking that action was prudent. But to the extent that it offends the rules of the party, mm -hmm. we have to take that decision to bring sanity and order into the party. And beyond the three-month suspension, I'm sure the party is still supporting uh, a criminal proceedings or justifying that the law should take its own course. Does the, the party, party supporting is not that? part of any criminal process. But you are supporting that, are you? The party is not against a criminal process either. It has to do with a suspect as we stand and then a complainant. The complainant was the victim. So to the extent that the party have to take a decision on the conduct pending other procedures that the party will activate as much as possible to be able to get into the issues properly. To believe that whatever that the victims the victim will decide to do, the party will not be against it. Okay. If it if only it is an order of law, I don't think that the party is against it. We believe that our, our original vice chairman's conduct offends our rules. And so a decision has been taken. Okay. Well, we know that the youth in the area also locked up the party office yesterday. What's the action that the party is taking regarding that? Well, we, we've, been, we've been looking at that incident. And one of the issues that the youth are raising is that, one, there's the basis and the justification for where the vice chairman and the treasurer have reached. They also feel that the detention of the vice chairman and the action of the police, they think that the police is on the record to have been acting swiftly in NDC matters and very slow in MPP matters. They cite examples of the assault that occurred in Northeast, the vice president's hometown, when the MPP had their, mm -hmm. their primary, their superdelegate congress. The police did not take an action, but in the case of NDC vice chairman, the police quickly, you know, arrested him and detained him. These are issues outside uh, my remit at this point. That's the Deputy General Secretary um, of the NDC, Mustafa Gwandi there. My colleague, Martina Bugri, has been monitoring proceedings um, up north and especially at the NDC's party office and joins us on the line. What's the current situation, Martina? Um, the party office is still locked. I'm with one of the executives and he says that what they are doing is to update the headquarters on the development in the region but as we speak now the party headquarters in the northern region here is long now there's an easy calm among supporters of the party in the region they keep talking about the issues and the development as we speak when i spoke to most of them they had no idea that uh, the vice chair had been suspended so now that it's been made official we'll be observing the development
Well, that's my colleague Martina Bugri there reporting from the northern region. We'll stay a while longer on issues relating to politics. And the Office of the National Chief Imam has welcomed proposals by the Seventh-day Adventist Church calling for a possible review of the December 7 dates for the general elections because it falls on a Sabbath. The SDA says many of their church members could be disenfranchised because the election date coincides with the Sabbath Saturday dedicated to the worship of God. Additionally, the church is making calls for legislation that will ensure that no election in Ghana henceforth will take place on the day of religious significance. Director for Public Affairs and Religious Liberty for the Church, Dr. Solis Asafo, tells my colleague Blessed Sugan that aside a petition to the Electoral Commission, the National Chief Imam has also been engaged on the matter. So we proposed in our submission to the EC the first uh, Tuesday or a Tuesday in November or December of 2024. And that's why in our approach, we met with the chief imam because our uh, advocacy is that it should not fall on any religious day. While announcing their position on the matter, the spokesperson of the national chief imam says the Muslim community welcomes the suggestion of the SDA church. The whole Quran makes it very, very, very clear that whenever the call to pray is made on Friday, it said that stop, stop any other worldly activity and hasten to the remembrance of God. So it's an injunction for us here within that period. In fact, you cannot sacrifice the prayer in order that you go and cast your vote. Um, because for us, it's a law. Uh, in Islam. Our challenge is just at the time of our prayer, uh, um, no Muslim, no Muslim will sacrifice the Friday prayer in order to go and cast because it's a, it's a, it is seen as a mundane, mundane activity. Sheikh Karimia, the spokesperson of the National Chief Imam, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM, made, made possible by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience, also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator, and where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. We've been hearing from Cocoa Board build holders who are this afternoon speaking up about the hardships they face because of unpaid coupons. We've been telling their stories plus the uncertainties about when exactly their funds will be released. We return from the break with sport and then months after government forced many Ghanaians to link their Ghana card to their SIM cards with the promise to flash out scammers and fraudulent activities. Many Ghanaians continue to reel from the menace. By the moment, I just dialed my pin code. They just took the money. TV is stepping up your entertainment from the 15th of January at no extra cost to you. If you are on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus to watch GoTV Max. Already on GoTV Plus? Upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you are on GoTV Max, upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait. Step up your entertainment today. It's on us. GoTV. Love it. TCNC Supply.
budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol, clean fuel in full quantity. Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports now. Thank you very much, MFN. Our sports ministry has come under intense pressure after they reportedly gave $400 to each Ghanaian football fan in Ivory Coast for supporting the Black Stars. My colleague Muftar Nabila Abdullah has the rest of the story. Ghana's contingent began arriving on Saturday to throw their weight behind the Black Stars as they seek to end its 42 years of waiting to win the African Cup of Nations. The Ministry of Youth and Sports on Sunday began to provide financial support to the supporters, uh, the media and uh, government officials who were all brought into the country to support the senior national team in this quest. Uh, some supporters, Joy Sports understand, uh, organized themselves and bust themselves into Abidjan for the tournament. However, the Ministry of Youth and Sports was asked to cater for their expenses in the country. Well, we understand that even some journalists who were not accredited uh, but came into Abidjan all needed the Ministry of Financial Report, uh, Support to be able to cope in this city, which I have found to be extremely expensive. Though uh, some of these people, including the supporters, were not in the original list and budget of the Ministry of Youth and Sports, the Ministry has decided to support some of these supporters and journalists. Muftar Nabila Abdullah is our reporter in Ivory Coast. Now, a new academic year started on various university campuses, marking the start of a fresh cycle of accommodation crises as first-year students are compelled to turn to private hostels charging exorbitant fees. My colleague, Kenneth J.C., has more. New academic year, more accommodation troubles for some students of the University of Ghana. They have been denied entry into the school halls, which is the cheapest source of accommodation on campus. They've been told to look elsewhere. The news team spoke with some of them who have come from from far and wide. Listen to them. Are you coming from? Another region, Tamale. And you came here and still haven't gotten accommodation on campus? Yes. So how are you coping? Where do you stay now? I'm with my Etsam. Those that managed to get accommodation at the school hall say it is very expensive due to a recent increment. I used to know that it was seven fifty per semester, but now um, when, we, when we got the hall, they were like 1,000 CD. Well, that's the situation on the various campuses. Now, government's effort to combat the rising tide of mobile money fraud requiring users to compulsorily link their SIM cards to their Ghana card was hailed as a move to curb fraudulent activities that had become a growing concern in the mobile money sector. But years on, it appears the problem still lingers. Michael Ashali has more. Hello. Rose and Nukwe have been victims of cyber fraud. And when they called me, they said they've sent me some amount of 400 sodas. So I should check by dialing my PIN. By the moment I just dialed my PIN code, they just took the money. And later on, I called them to beg them that please, the money was for something important. From enticing phone calls promising rewards to posing as mobile network agents, the aim of the scammers is simple 
extract your personal information and use them to later impersonate you. AC number, please. What are your AC numbers over there? What number? Having to receive any AC number? Your AC code, please. That is six numbers, please. Wait, we, we are verifying it for you. About it is that there are basic things. Some red flag. One of the red flags is that you want something. Red flag. Immediately somebody tells you one, it's a red flag. And that one about, I have sent you some number. Ah, another red flag. To care this, government has since 2022 made it compulsory for every SIM card user to link it to their Ghana card for one major reason. So for security... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.